Reminds me of a change curve, that first delight and excitement. Oh, we've got a bit of time off and not really understanding the consequence of what's actually happening. To that then emerging into, well, hang on, how much time are we going to be like this for? What about finances? What about health? What about our jobs and our roles? What are, Actually, what am I doing? What's happening in my relationship? Welcome, Rebooters, to day three of the Learning Takeover. Today, Lou Smith talks to Amanda Livermore about her course, Growing Your Coaching. Okay, so I'm going to say good morning to Amanda and say thank you for joining me in another one of our great discussions about another one of our fantastic programmes. And this time we are talking about the programme that you've been championing and, and delivering and facilitating over the last six to eight months and it is called Grow Your Coaching. Uh, the, the lovely thing about the title is it's sort of, you know, what it says on the tin, it tends to do. So yeah, good morning and just say a few words, Amanda, if you wouldn't mind about Grow Your Coaching. Morning Lou, morning everybody. Um, I think for me, I was wondering how it was going to work online and actually it works really well. We've done three or four sessions now and the intimacy of an online group and being able to explore people's personal situations around how they coach and how they approach coaching is fascinating and it's incredible. And the ability, because of this particular community, um, Reboot members are amazing and when they start to share some of their troubles and some of their wins actually it helps everybody in the room and so as a result we all grow including myself so um, it might do what it says on the tin but I think we all get a lot more out of it than we ever imagined we're going to get so it's a complete pleasure to run. Yeah and and you've said a couple of things there that strike a chord with me and the first thing that I'll pick is you know as an organization and as a crew of deliverers designers and coaches in our own right i think it's one of the the things that you get if you work with us is we're in it with you and we're growing alongside you and with you so the developmental piece is just kind of tenfold really isn't it yeah, and I, I think as deliverers, if we're not prepared to do that, there is, there's an absence of a quality, I think, in a developmental or a, a learning space for everybody. And I think that's felt, even though it might not, might not always be spoken to. So I think it's really important that for us that we model that and we not just model it, but we believe in it, we live it and we express it. So, yeah, I think it's really important. Though. Yeah, it's like a free, a free space where... There is no peer pressure. There's this empowered environment for being equal. Is yeah, thing. It's the byproduct. Yeah. So I mean, we've all got roles, and some of our roles are incredibly important within our business. And in day to day life, those roles might have a hierarchy. But in a learning environment and in our online space, there isn't any. The human comes first. So we all. We, you know, we're given a name, we have a person, we show up with who we are, and that's more than enough and is actually welcomed and embraced. Yeah, and um, I think, oh God, there's so many things to talk about now. <laughs> it's a bit exciting, don't know where to go next. But um, and talking about day-to-day -day life and everyday life and 
you know, our real jobs and our real responsibilities and some of the big things that have been going on in the world around us of late, maybe the last 18 months, two years. Can we just talk to that for a moment before we get into the detail of this course? Because I want whoever's listening to this discussion to understand that A, we we care about the the bigger picture, the bigger world outside of us, but how perhaps learning some of these skills and insights in this free space can add value to sorting out the muddle of the big world around mm-hmm. us. And as I mentioned that, what are you thinking? Lots of things, and I'm loving the word muddle. Is What a great word muddle is. <laughs> I love it. Um, and I think it describes the world beautifully, actually. It is a muddle. So for me, there's a few things that have happened over the last 18 months-ish. I think it's been incredibly tough. I think it's been traumatic in many different ways, and I don't use that word lightly. In some ways, it's been, if it's not been traumatic, it's been incredibly uncomfortable. It's been challenging. There's been a whole, I think it's been a whole cycle and I'm kind of going up and down with my fingers that people won't be able to see. But I'm noticing for a lot of people, you know, there's the first, reminds me of a change curve, that first delight and excitement. Oh, we've got a bit of time off and not really understanding the consequence of what's actually happening. To that then emerging into, well, hang on, how much time are we going to be like this for? What about finances? What about health? What about our jobs and our roles? What Actually, what am I doing? What's happening in my relationship? Am I enjoying my experience at home? To, okay, I need to go back out to work again. I'm really grateful for work. To, we've got our jabs. How do I feel about that? How does the world feel about everything opening back up again? So I think it's been an incredibly tough time and that the language I don't think expresses the experience for a lot of people and what's so striking is the experience is incredibly individual so making generalizations I don't find are helpful and that's also the case in the workplace you know you start to have people return from being furloughed what's been their experience how are they coping those that haven't been furloughed and have been um, texted by others that are especially last year, you know, we had the most glorious weather. Look at me having a beer and I'm in, on my lounger in the back garden. Oh, and by the way, you're working. How do people cope with that dynamic? What's the stress been like? And I noticed certainly today that people just don't have time. Well, that's the biggest thing that they say, is I just don't have time. Yeah. And that has me curious. Yeah, and I, so we're looking at these, these are symptoms and products of this macro big big environment global stuff going on for us all and then you've got these mini mini worlds that exist within that and they're multifaceted multi-dimension dimensional and they cause all sorts of blockages in our thinking is where I'm going with my thoughts right now and And I'm thinking, okay, so how does Grow Your Coaching, which is a modular, interactive, live learning session, two and a half hour chunks at a time, four modules long. So that's 10 hours of learning with a facilitator in a small group of no more than eight people. How is that going to be a value 
to me as a learner or as an independent human in my own business, in my own team? How's that going to help me? Um, and I know that there's loads of stuff in that program that can help learners. Let's just talk about that for a moment, Amanda. How can we, that big picture going on right the way down into, into the course now? What's in it? What does it provide to help people? So the first thing that comes to mind is the word that stands out in all of that. what you've said. One of them is blockages. Mm -hmm. And I think blockages occur without us knowing sometimes. And those blockages then start to create limitations within us. And what then happens when we are in relationship, because human beings, we, we need and are constantly in relationship, whether that's with ourselves, with situations like the pandemic, or whether that's with other people. And if I think about those blockages, when those blockages are present and they're limiting us, they also limit our relationship. And usually that initial relationship, the limit starts within us. So we become less resourceful. We become more stressed. We might become ill. We might become physically ill and have headaches or not be able to sleep properly. Um, and it's that relationship to things, others and ourselves that GROW talks to. So it might look... Um, like an outward tool that we can use with other people. And it absolutely is. It, it, it is that practical. But we start with looking at our relationship with ourselves first. What's that like? What other relationships are we creating? Which ones are limiting us? Which ones are expanding us? And how do we actually feel about that? So to talk a little bit more practically, if we're feeling stressed and we're unsure, the first module starts to look at well, it, it starts to look at our relationships and actually what our relationship is like with coaching versus mentoring. So what do we actually understand of mentoring? What is it? When do we do it? What's our relationship like with our mentors? How do we feel about that? Do we maximize the use of them? And if we don't, how do we feel about that? And then we can talk about, well, okay, how is coaching then different? And with the year that we've just had, when some of us need a bit more support, how is that different? So the first module kind of lets us in gently with that before we start getting into some practical tools within the second, third and fourth modules that then come. Yeah. And the thing that I love about that is that we allow people to bust those myths and watching people get the revelations around what they actually think coaching is, which is great mm -hmm. because that just it's an instant I'm going to clean up my act type of thought, thoughts that come off the back of that. And then having the experience of being playful with coaching by doing a bit or having a bit done on me. And then you get those, those pockets of time in between for the immersive coaching with the facilitator coach to explore real life issues for yourself. That that I notice is, yeah, they're, they're getting a multi-dimensional experience, which enables them to turn it into a reality, I think. Yeah, and some of these things have been bothering people, you know, all lockdown, they then come into a coaching session and think, well, okay, let's just explore your thinking and see where this conversation goes. And 15 minutes later, they're feeling lighter about it. That's incredible. And that's all credit to the members that are willing to put themselves out there. And the practices, the real practices that happen are very small. So they're only ever as big as a triad. So three people, an observer, a coach and a coachee. And then we just switch those roles. And sometimes we're in as small as twos. So they're very small groups, not in front of other people. And I think part of that safety allows people then to really explore things that matter rather than bringing things that 
okay, I might want this goal in six months time becomes I've really been struggling with this person at work. I want to talk about it and see where my thinking goes. And it can, it, well, it has and does bring massive change within organisations led by members, which is incredible. So what I'm hearing there, so for anyone who's listening to, to make sense of that in real layman's terms is this is a programme that's going to give me 10 hours of learning it's going to allow me to work in small groups. It's going to allow me to practice in even smaller groups, which will make me feel safe. It's going to give me some one-to-one time in between to sort out any grey areas and, and gain confidence and clarity that way. Yeah. And and just some have some fun with some practical tools. And I guess the the bonus the thing that you don't think you're signing up for, but you actually get anyway, is you get to flush out some of those blockages that we catch just from real life situations that are going on. So that's that's what I'm hearing in the discussion and hopefully clearing up there for anyone who might be thinking, so what's in that for me? Yeah, let learn the practical upskilling bits that happen you know you actually get a process to then hold and be able to run a coaching session so you know what part of the process that you're in and what part of the process is coming next you get to form if you're having one-on-one reviews or annually reviews you get the process of how that might go and what the start the middle and the end looks like and the bits in between but also some proper critical coaching skills like questioning now we've all heard of open and closed questions and maybe we haven't but part of the questioning we look at is when we ask a question what's the impact of that question having on another human being and do we even think about that and that impact is it intended or unintended because if it's an intended one great but if it's unintended how do we rephrase that question so it has a better impact or an impact that we mean rather than one that we don't mean And we look at that through questions um, and giving them a hierarchy. And what then, when we're asking a question, if we were to use open questions, you know, where do you live? What are you thinking about this? And why is that important? As examples, they have different impacts. So it's then exploring what actually is the purpose of each of those questions? What impact is it having? And what are we accessing as the questioner? So there's some, a, a, a little hint at some practical tools we also use, as well as creating great space. Yeah, and, and hearing that, I'm thinking, you know what, we, we spend all day, every day, don't we, uh, rattling off different types of questions through these screens that we are so accustomed to now. Um, but we're not necessarily thinking about how is that landing with that individual how am I making them feel or understand things as a result of asking that question so yeah we might be sat here thinking that we're pretty slick at asking questions and understanding the technicalities of questions but you know are we good at understanding the impact and that's the bit for me that I love that I absolutely love about this course yeah I mean and that's one of them I was talking to a member recently because we're just conclude we've just concluded actually I grow your coaching and they were saying you know one of the questions that they ask one a member of their staff who is constantly late why are you late and then they wonder why they get a defensive reaction 
So it's been able to unpick that question in itself, look at its unintended impact, which potentially could be judgment. That's not what was meant, but that might be how it's perceived. And how do we then rephrase that? So we're still holding somebody accountable for being late. We don't want to make that okay, but also we don't want to make the individual wrong. And it's that balance of asking a question, passing accountability without bringing in judgment. That's the skill within coaching. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. So loads in there for people to grip hold of and consider if they're thinking about coming on the programme, but they're not quite sure. So let me then switch things around a little bit and, and let's come to you. And I know this is a subject close to your heart and I've worked with you for years in and around this subject. So we've had our own journey with it. What What is it about this programme that you've learnt for yourself? There is so much and I could end up boring anybody (laughs) who's listening every time I run each session not each four modules every time I'm with members for two and a half hours I come away thinking oh my god and I'm really grateful for that without that I think I would become stale recently one of my latest learnings was a member asking somebody else so somebody else was having a discussion about how they would bring coaching in, which was a bit mamby-pamby. And somebody said, well, what would mamby-pamby be like for the role that you're in at the moment? And you could see the shift in that individual. And I thought, I'm not sure I would have been brave enough to ask that question. And I love it. And so did the individual who was being asked the question. And you know, we've no idea of the impact we're having because in our one-on-ones, and we're still in them actually, we've still got them to go, the life changes that individual is making for themselves is absolutely incredible. So that's just one example of being brave and courageous. And actually for for that being modeled has had me really think, okay, what's the brave thing I can do in this coaching conversation when I have them next? So I'm grateful. Nice. So you're upskilling on your bravery. I absolutely am. (laughs) My courage. I am. Thanks to members. (laughs) So just to be a complete pain in the backside with a coaching question then, so what else are you doing? (laughs) It's provided um, structure. So when I'm challenged around some of the processes that we bring in on the Grow Your Coaching, we use the process because it's simple and it's four steps and it's pretty graspable in the 10-hour lives that we do. And actually, I haven't been using it I've been using other models. And since I've been doing Grow Your Coaching, I've started using it more. And I'm finding it actually brings more structure for me, which gives me more freedom in a coaching session. Yeah. Do you know what? As you're saying that, I'm nodding because I've been delivering some coaching, a a package of coaching for an organisation recently. And I have a relationship with some of the individuals and not others and because it's an organizational gig if you like it's important to me that everyone gets an equal amount of not only the time but they get an equal experience in their time that they're working with me so a little bit of the grow structure and process is helping 
to provide that loosely. I don't don't stay, you know, uh, rigorously attached to it, but it does provide a lovely framework that everybody can understand. Or even if you need to go back over something, you can give that to them as a review framework, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I'm agreeing with that. Yeah. And that has certainly been my experience since running these programmes online in February. It's really brought me, I think it's upped my own competence around it, actually. And it will continue to, because thanks to members, they're bringing their perspective and each one is fresh and individual and unique. And that then allows me to challenge myself, although that might not always be visible. So beyond our two and a half hour sessions, I'm then thinking, okay, well, how, will that, how does that inform my coaching? Or if I don't like that, why don't I like it? What, what is it that I'm doing that I could do differently to make sure I don't contribute to that myself when I'm in coaching sessions? So it's continual, which I love. And so just to be um, that, I'm going to do a little mini summary now then for people listening. So we've explained what the Grow Your Coaching course is, its format and structure, We've talked about the the pieces in between, the immersive coaching pieces that help bring that to like deepening the learning for people. We've talked about, you know, how many bums on seats for a course. We talk about how we address big issues, little issues, impact uh, and techniques and and tools, etc. So I'm comfortable here that we've covered a lot of ground in this conversation. So in bringing this conversation to the end I would like to um, just leave the listeners with one or two things that they could think about in order to help them make a decision around whether they they want to embark on learning more about coaching or whether a listener could today just go and try something with a team member that they may be having a challenging relationship with Well, maybe it's that. That's the question, isn't it? If I'm a generic listener, anyone who just so happens to be tuning into this, what is it that we could right here, right now say that would, could make them think a bit differently about how they engage with others? There's a couple of questions. So what's important about, and then they fill in the answer. So if, there, if there's a lack of engagement, you know, what's important about that? With regards to the programme, I'd like to practice courage, I think. So what are you assuming that's stopping you from just coming on? Absolutely fantastic. In no time at all, you've imparted some of that wonderful wisdom that you've, uh, that you've got. It's been great talking to you. Uh, you've given some tips and insights, encouraged people to be brave and um, given the million dollar question out there, it's in the public domain now, it's all about values, what's important. By asking that question, we gain massive inroads in our relationship. So thank you, Amanda, for your time and wisdom. Thank you, Lou, for making it easy, for your warmth and for your great questions. I've loved it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Rebooters, if you want to find out more about our Growing Your Coaching course, you can contact Amanda via Slack or contact one of our Reboot team and they will help you get in touch with Amanda. 
If you aren't sure if growing your coaching is on your learning plan, then scroll down to the bottom of the email you have received and click on the button and a member of our team will be in touch. Tomorrow, I am speaking to Steve Smith about his course, Starting a Business. So join us then to hear more.